Welcome to this week's episode of the HRDQU in Review podcast, where we bring you the latest insights and practical tools for enhancing soft skills training in your organization. This podcast is brought to you by HRDQ.com, and I am your host, Sarah, Learning Events Manager at HRDQ. And today I have Patty Masulo joining me, who presented the webinar Discover Your Unique Work Life Balance recently to our community of learning professionals. And today, Patty will be discussing this topic a little bit more in depth as it is a really important topic today with so many folks working from home and and remote work there. I think being able to find that balance is extremely important. So thank you so much for joining me today, Patty. Oh, thank you, Sarah. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Now, before we get into the the depths of the webinar content, can you share with our audience a little bit about who you are and, and what you do and how you got to where you're at today? Sure, sure. Well, I basically am a speaker and a trainer. I work in professional development, primarily in the areas of uh, communication and leadership skills and things like that, with a, a real emphasis on DISC. Um, specifically the Maxwell method of DISC, which is a little bit different than the regular DISC. It has, uh, it identifies different areas of uh, strengths in specifically as it relates to leadership. So I work with schools and companies and I'm, I'm also certified in brain health and mental health. So I've always been real interested in like how people are wired. So the communication piece is huge for me, especially when it comes to DISC. And what do you see happening um, in the L&D space right now? What changes changes do you see? Well, one of the things I see happening is that it used to be, you know, you could speak on quote unquote leadership or communication and that was good enough. You know, it's not, it's not good enough anymore. You really have to carve out a niche, I found, in, in that, you know, when companies are hiring you, they want to know, you know, what, what is the benefit to the audience? You know, it's not just communication. It's not just leadership. It has to be something you, you have to carve out a niche for yourself, either with who you help or a particular area of leadership or a particular area of communication. So for me, mine is like strength-based leadership. And that's where the whole disc portion of it comes in, being able to identify strengths and work within your strengths in, in a leadership role. Great. And before we get into the content here, this last question I like to ask all of our guests is, what exciting things are you up to next? Well, uh, first of all, I'm working on a new keynote presentation about knowing yourself and growing yourself. And I'm also doing uh, some more online trainings and a little bit of traveling to Alabama. I'm going to Columbia, working with a couple of different organizations, um, again, helping them identify their strengths in leadership with their with their teams. Great. And for all those folks who joined us as a recap for them for the webinar, as well as those that weren't able to attend the webinar that are tuning in today, listening to this podcast, can you share, you know, what the key takeaways were for the registrants at our webinar event, discover your unique work-life balance? Sure. I think the key takeaways, Sarah, were first of all, the benefits of what what are the benefits of having a healthy work-life balance? Are they, you know, why do I even care? And then recognizing the signs of an unbalanced life because it's hard to fix something that you can't identify. And so we talked about that as well as discovering your unique work-life balance, which I can talk a little bit more about that if you want, how that's different than just regular work-life balance. 
Yeah, let's get into it. We had a really great audience with us, and it was a really interactive webinar. And there were some really great content and takeaways and some overall themes of the questions that we had. So let's kick that off by just sharing what you mean by unique work-life balance. Okay, so basically what I mean by unique work-life balance is that we're all wired differently, right? So um, we have different strengths, we have different weaknesses, we have different personalities, and all of that comes into play uh, with work-life balance because there are some overriding general things with work-life balance. Like everybody knows you need to sleep well and eat well and, you know, um, have quiet times and times to get away and take a walk and meditate and things like that. But depending on how you're wired, um, like for instance, let's use the disc, for example. So a dewired person is that get it done type of person. So they are going to want to, you know, tackle things head on, you know, what do I need to do? And let's just get it done. You know, where the eye wired person, um, it, which is what I am, I'm a high eye. You have to incorporate the socialization, you know, like anything that we do when we're eye wired, there has to be a social component to it. So we have to, you know, we, we thrive on being around other people and being able to, you know, have other people involved in that, in that process. And then for the S wired person, this is a person who has to create and have a very well defined routine. So their work life balance is something that they have to have, you know, kind of mapped out so to speak. And then uh, for the C person, this is the organized, you know, accurate, precise, uh, more of a numbers person sometimes. And so that person with a, with a, with their unique work-life balance, they um, have to have things very organized. They have to know what they're going to do, when they're going to do it and that kind of thing. So, you know, we're, we're like myself as an I, I would never, I would go more by the seat of my pants, you know, more than I would have to map out every single step along the way, you know, as long as everybody's having a good time, <laughs> that's basically <laughs> the way the I, I person is wired. So, so that's what I mean by unique, um, work-life balance. Yeah. And, and so why, why is it important to not try and do it all? Well, for one reason, because it's stressful, it, it will, it will ultimately cause stress, it will ultimately cause anxiety. It, and, you know, when we try to do everything, it's kind of that old expression. Um, when we, uh, we think, you know, we're a jack of all trades, we're a master of none. So by trying to do everything at once, it kind of backfires on us ultimately. And I know because I've done that. I've done that in the past because of the way my brain and my mind works. I feel like I can do this and do that and be all over the place. And eventually, you know, it just causes burnout and, you know, you end up, it's counterproductive because you end up not getting anything done, <laughs> much less what you intended to get done to begin with, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Cause you're bouncing all around trying to do too yeah. many things at once. <laughs> and yeah. you know, what's one factor that is more important to employees other than having work-life balance? Uh, well, the studies have shown that work-life balance is extremely important, especially in today's environment, but that there's only one other factor that is more important than work-life balance to the average employee, and that's compensation. So we all can agree with that. You know, we want to be able to be compensated well for what we do, but we also want our employers to respect us and give us the room and the opportunity to have a healthy work-life balance. Yeah. And, and so what are some practical tips that employers can do to facilitate a healthy work environment? Well, you know, that's a good question because it, 
there's a, I'm, I'm going to give you a few tips, but the thing is, is that depending on the company, how big the company is, what type of company it is, will, will really depend on whether or not they can really give employees certain things. You know, certain companies will say, well, we don't, we just don't have the resources for that, or we don't have the room to do that. So it really depends on the company, but just some practical things are, you know, having like a suggestion box for employees, you know, what are some things that you'd like to see differently? What, what makes you thrive here? What makes you, you know, enjoy working here? What would make it even better for you to just get a good feel for how your employees feel? That That's one thing you could do. Um, having an employee assistance program, a lot of the larger companies have that now. So they, they have things available like counseling and, you know, other types of services so that their employees are, uh, are staying mentally healthy and able to do their job well, because, you know, that benefits everybody, right? It's, it doesn't just benefit the employer, it, the employee, it benefits the employer too, because everybody, it's a win-win situation. And then doing things like uh, rewarding employees for, for things that um, they do well, you know, you know, and I, and that can be something simple. It doesn't have to include money necessarily. It can be just a, a matter of, um, you know, having an employee of the month or rewarding somebody for something some great thing they did this week and that kind of thing and letting people know that they're appreciated. That goes a long way. People really just want to know that they're being appreciated. Yeah. And what's yeah. your number one tip of that, that you implement into your daily life to ensure that you're having work-life balance for yourself? For me personally, for you personally well, yeah. yeah, because I work pretty much by myself, I have to be aware of that because, you know, I, I mean, I'm out with clients, but then I'm in the office a lot. And so I, you know, I have to do things like make sure that because of my eye personality and because I am tempted to, you know, go a little all over the place. Sometimes I have to plan my day out the day before I have to make sure that I allow myself breaks. I have to get up from my desk. I'll take my dog for a walk. You know, that's the beauty of working from home. You can, you know, I can do that. And I'm always, I've always got water on my desk. So I'm drinking water and making sure I'm hydrated. And I mean, these are simple things, but they're things I've learned that when I didn't do them, I found myself either tired and wanting to go take a nap, which in the middle of your workday, you don't really want to go take a nap. But, you know, sometimes you feel like that if you're not, if everything's not working out well. So doing that and just, you know, taking breaks and making sure that, you know, I'm on, on target for what I planned for the day. And sometimes things will come up. Sometimes, you know, you have to be flexible. And when you work from home, you really have to be flexible because something personal could come up. But I think for me, the key thing is making sure the other thing is making sure that I get a good amount of sleep the night before. I had to really work on that. That was a hard one for me. But making sure that I'm well rested, well hydrated and getting up and taking walks because it's, it's not good for you physically to sit for long lengths of time anyway. So those things all kind of help me with my own personal work-life balance. Well, that's great. And, and yeah, it is so easy to find yourself sitting in your chair all day long and forgetting to get up if you're, you're really zoned into something for sure. So it's mm -hmm. great to be able to do that. And it's hard too, when it's the winter, for sure. And the, if you're in a cold, in a cold. Oh, spring. yes, 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 <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and so Patty, before I let you go today, can you let listeners know where they can go to learn more about your work? Sure, sure. Well, they can go to my website, which is pattymasulo.com. And or they can find me on LinkedIn uh, at Patty Masulo. And then on Instagram, I'm Patty Masulo Training. 
So those would be the best three places. That's where my content is. That's where they can reach out to me if they have any questions or, or anything. Yeah, great. Well, make sure that you go check out Patty on all of those platforms over there. And thank you so much, Patty, for your time today. Thank you, Sarah. Appreciate it. And thank you all for tuning into this week's episode. We hope you enjoy listening to the HRDQU and Review podcast available on all major streaming platforms. And if you did enjoy today's episode, make sure to give us a follow and leave us a review. Catch y'all next week.